Most of us spend about a third of our lives at work or more. And if your work culture is unhealthy, it affects every other aspect of your life. And so today I want to talk about how to create a more healthy work culture. This is The Next Simple Step. I'm Paul Goldsmith. If you really like people to like you, if that's really important to you, this may be a tough one. I know because that's the case for me. I like to be liked. I hope you like me. Well, that's what I just said. Anyway, I've learned that if you want to have a healthy culture at work or anywhere else, you have to embrace the fact that some people might not like you. In fact, they will resist you or may even come after you if you stand up to them, if you create healthy boundaries, if they don't have the best of intentions and you call them out. That's just a fact of life. Not everyone is an honest broker. And I'm fired up right now because I have just interacted with someone that has not been honest with me. And when that happens, when you're dealing with a bad actor, someone who does not have the best interest of both or all parties involved. It's a challenge, but one you must confront head on because what you allow, you endorse, you tolerate. (laughs) Put another way, what you permit, you promote. And if they're not honest, then you have to deal with it. As an aside, I get it. Nobody's perfect. I'm not on some high horse. I've definitely shaded the truth in the past, but I try my best to not do it on the regular and to be honest in my day-to-day work. Unfortunately, not everyone approaches work that way. And so what I'm talking about here is people that have a pattern of deception or disregard for other people, especially people that can't do anything for them. They may be a full-blown narcissist, although I'm not a clinician, and if you're not, You can't diagnose them as having narcissistic personality disorder, but you can tell if somebody is being a bad actor or toxic person in the workplace, TP for short. I believe we're all sacred, made in the image of God, but some people just are not on a good path at the current moment. And if they're not willing to course correct, you have to take ownership of the situation. What if that unhealthy, toxic person is the leader of your organization? We'll deal with that in just a minute. But first, if you're the boss and you have a narcissist on your team, root them out. Don't protect them and sacrifice the other members of your team because they are a morale killer. You have to address it and, if necessary, fire them before they take the whole team or you down. It never ends well. I speak from experience. I've seen this as both an employee and as a consultant in other organizations. Toxic people usually suck up to the boss, at least to their face, and then they undermine the boss at the first opportunity they have to gain more leverage. This person is usually a highly functioning, they have an impressive resume, which is why they got the job in the first place. But soon after getting hired, there begins to be a rumble among the staff that This person is difficult to work with, and some people may even quit or transfer to another department to avoid that person. And eventually, one of two things happen. The leader wakes up and realizes that they've hired a toxic person and they fire them, or 
that toxic person, they're a superstar performer, and they usurp their boss and find a way to diminish the boss or replace them completely. And I've seen it happen, folks. Some people that are toxic will stop at nothing. And if they aren't confronted, they grow more emboldened. So if you're the leader, I believe that's your responsibility to protect the rest of your team and your organization. And if you're not the boss, you still have to take ownership of the situation. Document everything. You want to take your opinion out of it and deal in reality. And once you have hard facts that this person is not dealing honestly and fairly or mistreating people, document when, where, and how. And I highly encourage you to take that to the boss or HR because being a manager myself, I've lost some really good people due to the actions of other people on the team. And I wish they would have told me at the time to the level of which they were being mistreated. But as a manager, I can't deal with it if I don't know it. Now let's talk about what happens if the toxic person is at the top of the organization, they're a senior leader or the president, what do you do then? Then it's even more imperative that they are confronted. I do believe in going to somebody directly and ask them for clarity on what you perceive to be a negative situation or ask them for permission to speak freely if they are open to some critical feedback. Now that takes immense courage, I understand, but clarity is kind and for the sake of the other people in the organization, if not you, who is going to stand up to the leader? That takes courage because they very well may retaliate against you or even fire you, but that's part of the deal. You know, there's the famous quote by Irish philosopher Edmund Burke, who said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And I found out he didn't actually say that, but what he actually said wasn't as memorable, but I think it's even more profound. When bad men combine, the good must associate, else they will fall one by one an unpitied sacrifice in a contemptible struggle. Ooh, that's good. If you do fear that the senior leader will outcast you if you confront them, there's power in numbers. When bad men combine, the good must associate, else they will fall. One by one, an unpitied sacrifice in a contemptible struggle. And there's a scripture in the Bible that goes like this, for everyone who practices wicked things hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anybody who lives by the truth comes to the light. The sunlight disinfects, bring abuses, toxic people's bad behavior to the light. I do believe there's enough good actors that if we unite, then the bad actors can't thrive. They will be rooted out and our workplaces will be a lot healthier places to be. Now, we all make mistakes. We all get off course at times. And I believe in grace and in giving second and third chances. People can turn around. They can change for sure. But the first step is, are they taking ownership of the misdeeds? And do you actually see a change or is it more of the same? The bad behavior stops with you. And if it's the senior leader, you might need to go to the board If the board's complicit, you might need to go to the public. 
But since we all spend a third of our lives at work, man, you can find another job. It's just not worth tolerating a toxic culture. And if the leader is toxic, the whole culture is toxic, and you cannot protect the people under you forever. The best way to protect them is to root out the bad behavior, do what it takes to bring it to the light. If you'd like to talk, you're going through a sticky situation, I'll keep our conversation confidential. You can reach out, direct message me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Paul J. Goldsmith. And if this has been helpful to you, please share it with others. I wish you a very happy and prosperous and healthy workplace and life. And I'll talk to you next time on the next Simple Step Podcast.